0: Welcome to Finish Well Radio, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis.
1: Hi, welcome to Finish Well Radio. I'm your host, Meredith Curtis, and today we're going to talk about how to not waste your life. You know, you can drop out of the doll and the routine to live an abundant life worth living. And so we're going to talk about how to exchange a half-hearted hanging in there for abundant zeal and passion. So if you're interested in that, then fasten your seatbelts because here we go. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to talk about how to waste your life. This is how you can waste your life. You can waste it by being grumpy, by just getting through the day like it's a drudge, by taking naps all the time after you stay up late all night playing video games, or you can waste your life pursuing the American dream and working super hard to become rich and have a house and 2.5 children and two fancy cars, and you can be distracted by that. So... Our search for happiness leads us a lot of times to waste our life because we see other people and they're laughing and they're smiling and we think, I want to be like them. Well, maybe money will make me happy. Maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend will make me happy. Maybe watching these TV shows will make me happy. Maybe Becoming a rock star will make me happy. And so it leads us to do things that just end up being a waste of time. And sometimes we end up wasting our life because we just want the pain to end. And some of you are listening and you're like, you know what? I was abused, or my parents got a divorce, or. I feel out of it, like people don't like me, I don't have friends, and so to be honest with you, I just want my pain to end, and that drive either for happiness or to make the pain go away can lead us to inappropriate relationships, it can lead us to be places on the internet that aren't safe or where we shouldn't be. It can lead us to be negative and gossip and talk negatively with people. It can lead us to self-pity or having the wrong friends. And so all of those things can cause us to waste our life. If you want to waste your life, Satan has so many things for you to waste your life on. From the seemingly moral things, you can even waste your life. Like seeming like you're a good, generous person... When inside is corruption and Jesus called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs that inside there were dead man's bones and that's not how we want to be. We don't want to waste our inner life or outer life. And so what we need to do instead of wasting our life is look for a passion. And so I want to share my story with you. I thought I was a good girl and, you know, I worked hard to get good grades and I had lots of friends and I was on the drill team and I was pretty happy. Honestly, I thought I was really wonderful and I knew more than almost anyone else. I didn't realize that was pride and I didn't realize that my heart was rebellious against God because I went to church. I even sang in the choir. But the thing was that I didn't believe the Bible was true. I didn't have Jesus at the center of my life. And so I was going through this life just, you know, doing what I wanted, wasting my life, but having fun. And I had a really bad car accident where a friend died. And in the ICU of the local hospital, I gave my heart to Jesus And he came and he took my broken body and my broken, rebellious, prideful heart. Because for the first time ever, I saw that I was prideful. I saw that I was rebellious. And it made me so sad. And not just to my parents, not just to my friends, but to the Lord himself. And I just said, Lord, my life is a mess. But if you want it, you can have it. And just do whatever you want with it. And in that moment, I was transformed. Like, I've never been the same since. Now, I've hopefully grown a lot since then, but I've never been the same since. And I just wanted God after that. And I wanted to do the right thing. Even when I messed up, I felt bad. And I did want to do the right thing. And I wanted to read the Word. And I wanted to talk to the Lord. And I wanted to know Him. And suddenly, there was this love in my heart for people, not because... If I was loving to them, they would be loving back or they would get me into the right crowd or maybe, you know, it would just make me feel superior to be able to love people. But there was just this genuine love. Like I literally cared what happened to people and there was so much joy in my heart. Sometimes I felt like I was dancing and I thought, wait, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm learning to walk again. Where is this joy coming from? It is crazy. So what had happened to me when I gave my heart to Jesus, I met him. I met Jesus. And he said, to find him, you have to lose your life. So we're going to talk about what it means to lose our life so that we don't waste it as soon as we get back. We have a word from our sponsor.
0: Powerline Productions wants to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. Because of this, we offer a wide variety of books and e-books about homeschooling, homeschool classes, and Bible study workshops like Real Men Build. Pastor Mike and Meredith Curtis, along with their daughter Katie Beth Curtis, have written this comprehensive Bible study to help men of all ages grow in leadership in the home, in the church, and in the world. Learn more at PowerlineProd.com. That's P-O-W-E-R. L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D dot com. Powerline Productions. Being world changers, raising world changers.
1: Well, hi. Welcome back. We're talking about not wasting our life. And I told you my story. And the pivotal point in my life was Jesus. Jesus. And he said, if you want to find your life, you need to lose it. And that's what happened to me. I needed to lose my life. And that meant surrender. It meant saying, okay, Lord, I have these dreams, but I'm giving them all up. I am giving them all up for you. And I want your life in me. And it was an exchange, it was an exchange of my dreams and desires for his dreams and desires. It was an exchange for my goodness, which didn't measure up at all, to his holiness inside of me. And one of the things I discovered on my journey with Jesus was, I feel like every year I've known him. I learn more about the cross and what happened on the cross and how my sins are forgiven. My sins are under the blood and not only are my sins paid for, but that bondage I was in was taken care of at the cross and so now in my life I just think ah oh, the cross the cross the power of God that is so amazing. I am set free by the cross, I am forgiven by the cross, I receive mercy by the cross. And so that becomes what I boast in is the cross. And one passage that's really special to me is Philippians 3. And I'll let you read that on your own. But in that book, Paul talks about how everything that he used to think made him a good person and made his life worth living. He counted all of it as loss for the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus knowing Jesus crucified and knowing the resurrection power of Jesus and that blows me away because you know when my I'm hurt and wounded and life seems hard then I can always think of something in Jesus's life that he went through and I realize wow I have a deeper understanding of Jesus now and when I'm seeing the power of God in my life, I can look at Jesus, see His miracles, see His resurrection power, and realize, wow, I'm grasping, I'm knowing more about Jesus and His resurrection power. And that is so, so exciting. And if you think that's dull and jury, you are wrong. It is super, super, super exciting. I found that I didn't have to waste my life anymore. And I made a decision that I was going to press on and forget the past and move forward to what God had for me. And when I blow it and when I'm rude or mean, I simply repent and ask Jesus to forgive me and I receive his forgiveness and I move on. I press on. I'm pressing on to know God and not only to know God, but to know him with all of my heart. And that is truly a life worth living. So now, instead of wasting my life on myself and doing what I want to do, I am spending my life, spending my zeal, spending my passion on Jesus and what He wants to do in me and through me. And that is so exciting. And so, like every other believer, I have a call and a mission. Jesus gave Calls. He gave a call at creation and he said to Adam and Eve, fill the earth and subdue it. And of course, then to subdue the earth might mean to name the animals or take care of the garden or plant a field of wheat. But when sin entered the world, subduing the earth could be finding a cure for cancer or building a bridge across a raging river or figuring out a tornado warning system to rescue people. So subduing the earth takes on a whole new meaning. And it takes on a whole new meaning when the purpose of our life is to know Jesus because he puts burdens in our heart and he uses us and he inspires us to find cures for diseases, to find help from traumatic natural disasters. He uses us in a mighty way, and he puts things on our heart. But then there's also the Great Commission, and that's where Jesus said, Hey, go to the ends of the earth and tell everyone about me. Make disciples, teach them everything I've taught you, baptize them. But what does he say before and after? He says, I have all authority on heaven and earth. And then at the end, he says, and I'm with you always. So Jesus is with us. So it's not so much that we just go off in our own direction and, oh, God, look what I'm doing for you. But he's in us and he's pulling us and leading us to different places and different people. And then he's winning people to himself through us. And let me tell you, when you partner with the Lord to share the gospel, to make disciples, to teach people about the word, There is nothing more thrilling than all of life than that. That is so exciting. And in the process, we know Jesus even more. We also have to remember in our call and our mission that we have a mission and a call because we're loved. And we're not just loved by Jesus, but he puts a whole church family in our life to love us. Many of us, our parents are part of our church family, and they truly, truly love us. If we have non-Christian parents, many of them really, truly love us. And so, in so many ways, we're blessed. God wants us to have healthy relationships where we treat one another with kindness and respect, and others treat us with kindness and respect. That is part of not wasting our life. Not wasting our life on dysfunctional relationships. Not wasting our life on being codependent. Not wasting our life in trying to force others to become what we want them to be. But just spending our life on loving people. God has a ministry for you in your home. When you're doing your schoolwork. Does that sound impossible? If you have a part-time job. Wherever we go... In each moment of every day, God has something to reveal to you, something to show you, something to use you to do, or someone to use you to love. That's His heart. He's always involved in our life. It's just that we can tune a deaf ear to Him. But if we ask the Lord to open our ears, to open our eyes, to see Him, to hear Him, we will be on the greatest adventure of our life and there will never be a day that's wasted because we're living it all for the glory of God so in the natural things what about when emotions are running high yeah god has outlets for our emotion he might give us a song or poetry or art to create all as an act of worship for him he might give us chores and projects and a home business to work hard to put all that energy into But why? Is it so we can make money having a home business? No. It's so that we can glorify Him. So we can minister to our customers. So we can do a job for the glory of God. That we work at everything with all our heart as if working for the Lord. So when I say don't waste your life. It's not just not doing something and saying, Okay, I'll avoid all these bad things. I'll avoid all these selfish things. No, no, no. When I say don't waste your life, I mean get to know Jesus. Pursue Him with all of your heart and stay the course with Him moment by moment, day by day, week after week, year after year, until at the end you can say like, Paul, I have run the race. I have fought the fight. I have finished the course. And all of us want to live this grand adventure. So from this moment on, don't waste your life. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to Finish Well Radio with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Radio Network.